doggy. Here we go again. Chumps are back for another episode of Chumps of Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Danny. You call this the Chumps these days? Oh, did I? Well, it, it's, it feels that way. It feels that way. Um, I'm here with Matt, as we predicted. Scott's not here, but it's okay. It's okay, Matt. We can figure this out, maybe. Every week, you just you sound so disappointed, and then you go, it's, it's okay. Yeah, and it ends up being okay. Then you and I make memories that I will never forget, and Scott won't ever be a part of. Um, we'll text him about that, that, that we're doing that. <laughs> At least you don't make him feel guilty about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, my phone's doing this thing where it like won't charge unless it's like a very particular like position. It's really frustrating. I think I need. Oh, we have to wiggle the cord in just the appropriate way. Yeah, and like it will randomly sense water. <laughs> it's, there's no water anywhere near it, and it's like, hey, there's water. We're not we're not charging. Like, we're just moist in the on. air. And then, like ten minutes later, it's like, okay, we don't we don't we don't need water anymore. You're good to charge up. It's like, oh, good. <laughs> glad thank you um so we got a good show here though we're taking a little break from the divisional breakdowns to do a mock draft Whoop. what we call a little mocky piz um <laughs> oh man <laughs> so the first real one of the 2022 season right matt these are the good ones though this is the first one that counts mm-hmm. that's what the fans want we, we should let the audience know that this isn't a mock draft of food or best TV shows or our favorite colored little umbrellas that go in drinks, mm-hmm. but this is actually a fantasy football mock draft here. Yeah, there's actual value to be had. Maybe, maybe not because <laughs> maybe just enjoyment because <laughs> it's about to be it's about to be June, so we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, we got a good mock draft going. Let's do a little bit of news though. So. Fantasy football news that is just the best, uh, Matt, is this disagreement between Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson, the two baseball players. Uh, the slap heard around the world, yeah. I guess you could say. Pham slapped Peterson, right? Pham slapped Peterson. There's video of it, too. And you I see think it? he got suspended a number of games for, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't like, know there's a video of it. I'm googling that as we speak now. It confronts him, smacks him in the face. While you're looking at that, I'll give the the listeners a little recap. There, there, two two opposing teams are playing Reds and Giants, and out in the outfield before the game, before fans were even there, Fam got into some altercation with them and smacked him in the face. And it comes out, it was a <laughs> fantasy football disagreement that the two had. And Jock Peterson, uh, it's Jock Peterson, right? That's the other guy, Matt. You're looking at I believe so. Yes. Yeah, he was upset. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Tommy Pham was upset. And it was all about Jack Peterson's usage of the IR spot in their league. So Jack Peterson said in an interview afterwards in a really like low key down to earth way. He's like, it's about the IR spot. My guy was listed as out. So I put him in my IR spot and then I picked up another guy off of the wafer wire. And then the, then, um, I got accused of uh, hold, holding on to players like, uh, like, you know, like grabbing players just to hold on to them just to see what was going to happen. He's like, I, I was just following the rules. I took a screenshot of the rules and I sent it to the group. And I guess Tommy Pham was in a different league where you were there, you weren't allowed to use the IR spot or there wasn't an IR slot or the, that particular player who was listed as out, it was, the rules were different to where fam couldn't use it. So they assumed that Peterson was cheating by stocking players while his guy was out and he smacked him in the face. And Peterson's completely right. He was just utilizing. Oh, yeah. the IR I was, I'm fully on Jack Peterson's side. I mean, I always advocate for if the platform lets you do it, do it. And, there's very few things that I wouldn't. And what he's doing is just, it, I always grab onto players and see if they're going to bust out that week, especially if I can slide a guy in the, in the IR and do that. The only time I'm not on board for doing whatever the system allows you to do is if it's a situation where you're playing somebody who's quarterbacks on by, and they haven't realized it till like Friday, but instead of letting them pick somebody up off the waiver wire, you go ahead and cycle through every quarterback that's out there until mm-hmm. they're all on waiver. So the guy can't pick up a quarterback to start. That's Bush league. That's, yeah, that's the only thing I'm against. 
Yeah, agree. Yeah, that's um, and any good commissioner would just reverse that and be like, no, there's not doesn't seem like there's anything malicious about what Peterson did. And mm. I think someone was just upset. Fantasy football, it gets, it gets real. Okay. Yeah. And and, and I know that you know, actually, I don't know about MLB players, but I know like NFL players, like they can't play in a league that has like over a $250 pot. So mm-hmm. like really low buy-ins too, obviously for betting reasons. You'd think they would still be similar in the MLB, but I guess maybe a different sport. They could be in a pretty high dollar league. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but that's wild. Yeah, I guess because they're just, they're not part of the league. So they are just citizens playing fantasy football. So, and people get intense. Like, what are you going to do? I don't know. But um, yeah, also, um, I had to bring up this drink that I am going to make this weekend because we're all about, we're a lot about fantasy football. We're also about alcohol. In the consumption thereof, like I don't know if that's on purpose or what, but it is what we do here. A guy at my work told me about a drink called Skip and Go Naked. Have you ever heard of this? Skip and Go Naked. Skip and no, go. this sounds like something people would make in college for sure. When you hear the ingredients, <laughs> for sure. But he says that it's a, it's it really is great. Um, so it's a you get a pitcher and then you take a frozen uh, the frozen lemonade like in the can, you know? Yeah. And you slap that in there and the can you fill up with vodka. That's the appropriate amount of vodka. I throw that that in there too. And then it's four cans of natty. (laughs) And then you mix that all up. And those I guess are like the, the Natter days, right? That they sold. Is that what that is? So a lot of alcohol, but the lemonade like takes away the bite of the vodka and the carbonation of the, of the natty. And it's just a, apparently he says it's just a wonderful little drink. On a, on a sunny day <laughs> so <laughs> invite me over we'll see <laughs> okay had to bring that up i wrote that down skip me going on the on the dock here but um, <laughs> the only other news really i think to talk about is your first of all your nba predictions so celtics and warriors have yet to i was gonna say have yet to tee off that's a different sport you have to tip off but who do you have in the NBA finals? I, I don't know who I have, but I'm rooting for the Celtics. I think they are the better team here. Um, they got a St. Louis boy on their team, and I'm rooting for them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's going to be Warriors in six, and I'm going to root for the Celtics. How's that? Yeah, well, you're a glasses half empty kind of guy. So oh, you, nobody, <laughs> nobody's surprised by that. You just wait till we get to the NHL playoffs, which is happening <laughs> right now. So let's talk NHL playoffs. Who you have in the Oilers avalanche, barring the game that's currently happening right now, game one? Oilers, easy. I uh, I was rooting <laughs> for them uh, last round. I like Connor McDavid. I don't like Avalanche because they just beat the Blues after knocking out their starting goalie. So I'm mm-hmm. um, rooting hard for the Oilers here. Yeah, I am too. Rooting hard for the Oilers. And um, am I wrong? But is Connor McDavid just a super likable player? He's, I, I don't know about that. Maybe the name is so white. Connor McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> he, he reminds me too much of Jonathan Taves but with way more talent. So it kind of bugs me, but uh, I do like them. I do like them, but I got, I got avalanche in six, but I'm rooting for the Oilers. <laughs> it's just seeing a theme <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the lightning and Rangers. Who you got there? The Rangers. I've, I think I mentioned it only a couple podcasts ago. I, I like their color scheme and their unis, which again, that's another thing I like about the Oilers. Um, and they got Reeves hanging out there and got a roof for Reeves. So I'm Rangers and Oilers fan going forward. Yeah, I, I, I'm rooting for the Rangers and I'll take the lightning in six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how sports are going for me the last however many years outside of the Blues winning the Stanley Cup in 19. It just seems like whatever I want or like not even what I want. It's like there's 90, nine, 90% of the odds are it's going to be fine, but there's one scenario that would just be fucking terrible. And it just seems like that scenario who just keeps that other than the Bengals ended up beating the chiefs, but it was really looking like it was going to be chiefs Rams. And it's just like, everything is falling apart for me. See, that's how it usually is for me in sports, but it's also, I think it, it stems from the fact that I just naturally like don't want to be a bandwagoner. And I like to root for the underdog type thing to where I'm always rooting for the shittier team. Somehow. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> all the, <laughs> all the like good teams are annoying. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's do this thing. Let's do our, what I call it? Makipu. The Makipu. Makipu Volume 1. So, Matt, why don't you go over the, uh, the, the gr- not the rules, the, uh, not condition. What are they? <laughs> the, the, the settings? The, the settings. settings. The <laughs> format. Yeah, yeah. The format <laughs> and the settings. Goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, longtime listeners will know that this is a Frederick style draft, and that means half PPR, pretty standard. I guess the only difference from Frederick is this is a 12 team, uh, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, flex, uh, kicker defense. I think we're doing also here in five bench spots, half PPR, no surprises in this draft. It's a snake. Uh, Danny is picking in the four spot, and I will be picking in the nine spot. Ready for me to fire this thing up? Let's fire this puppy up. Go for it. Woo! All right. So, oh, this is, are you guys hearing? E. Henry, first off the board, I like myself some Derrick Henry. I'm going to go ahead and turn off that very loud, very loud noise. Did you hear that? I wonder if the people could hear that because I'm recording. Goodness, sorry if everyone heard that. I, I hope they can now because you've talked about it so much. <laughs> it's all I'm talking about right now. Like, I can't stop talking about it. So, all right. So, Henry Taylor McCaffrey um, off the board first. Pretty standard, I would say. Um, I am going to, since this is a mock, and I want to try out some stuff and see what happens, I am going to take Cooper Cup here because he is outstanding. And I usually take a running back this early, but I'm just going to go ahead and take that number, number four. One. Yeah. And then this is one. an early season draft right here. If I've ever seen one. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so after Cooper cup goes Dalvin cook like that at five, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Jamar chase, Jamar chase is wide receiver two off the board. I man, I like him. Love that it. Seems- I pricey. love it. <laughs> you it would go Jesse J over. No, I'm a big chase. time, big time chase fan. Big time chase Didn't fan. Didn't you hear Adam Thielen's tweet? No, Justin what Jefferson was it? is the wide receiver one. Well, I, he didn't tell me that. It was um, it was like a pro football focus, like posted something like, "Is Justin Jefferson wide receiver the wide receiver one this year?" And Adam Thielen retweeted or something and said, "Yes." Oh well, well shit. Teammate really made a big mistake there. But yes, you are on the clock now for your first pick at the nine spot. So I'm looking at either Justy J, Najee Harris, or Devonte Adams. I don't like Devonte Adams going into a brand new situation. Maybe he was propped up by Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Maybe he wasn't, but I don't want to take him in Las Vegas over Justin Jefferson. Uh, Najee Harris is tempting here. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I'm going to go with that. Just knowing think. there's going to be wide receivers at value at my turn pick as the fourth pick in the second round. So I'm going Najee Harris. Like I'm so like, like you said, we're very early in this season here. So like my opinion, opinions can change and stuff like that. And I haven't done like deep dives into these first rounds and how they're going to be in half PBR. But if Najee Harris at the nine spot feels really, yeah. really good. Right. Yeah. I, I liked it and I already know where I'm going with this next pick. So I'll read it off after me at nine was Justin Jefferson right afterwards at 10, then Devonte Adams at 11, then Devonte or sorry, Deandre Swift, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, um, Mara Kara, Mara Kara, <laughs> Alvin Kamara, <laughs> Mara is better. Someone over my tongue. And then I'm back up in the fourth pick of the second round. And staring at me is the wider receiver that I was hoping would drop if I didn't take Justin Jefferson. And that is Stefan Diggs. I, so I'm super happy. I passed on wide receiver in the first round, got Najee Harris, and now I can get Stefan Diggs. In the I second. am just green with jealous rage at your start to this draft of having Harris and Diggs. That and it could not get better. Nice. Yeah. Could that not get better than that. And right after me on the board is like, uh, Nick Chubb, Josh Allen, Debo Samuel, all great players, but um, I'm going to go with Diggs. And mm-hmm. well, what do you think, uh, Danny? I mean, obviously the computer just took Nick Chubb right after me. Are you cooled off on Chubb? Cause I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am. He, I, he just offers so little through the air and he's like a Derrick Henry light. And I keep like waiting for him to do like, I don't know. 
I think I'm just I'm not done. Like if Chubb were sitting here at my spot at the two two nine, I would really consider him. But the guys that went ahead of him in this draft, I completely agree with. I mean, Kamara Swift, Harris Mixon, like all those guys for sure. So I'd be I'd be rolling the dice on Javante Williams, Hell Saquon Barkley, and Aaron Jones, people I've never been hot on are in the same group as Chubb with me right now. And then Elliot behind those guys still in the draft book board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to do something weird here. I don't, I'm not like in love with a lot of these guys that are here right now. Yeah. Javante's there, but this is a redraft mm-hmm. league and Gordon's there. You got Barkley. There is Aaron Jones. And I do like me some Aaron Jones. I will say that uh, in a redraft league, because with Adam's gone, you know what? Ooh, it's either going to be Aaron Jones, Matt, or it might be Mark Andrews. And, and coming I'm, back to you in the third is what you're saying? What's up? Or who you're going with right now? Right now, yeah. I got 38 wow. seconds left. I th- I mean Mark Andrews. That's ooh, that's a Hollywood's reach to gone. Me. I Holly- can't the second round. Well, look, I'm gonna no. hear that. Okay, we're gonna test something here. See if he comes back to me at the 304. I will take my Aaron Jones and we're gonna I'm, see what even happens. Even if he doesn't, that's wrong of sleeper Mark Andrews. Right. And okay, now round. did you see what just <laughs> team three sucks? They took Chris McCaffrey and Mark Andrews. <laughs> I don't care who you are, you should be scared of taking Mark Andrews or sorry, McCaffrey this year. I love McCaffrey and redraft. I love him. You gotta be I, scared though. I'm oh, two seasons of poop. So it went, I took Aaron Jones, which I'm again, very happy to have my as my RB one in a redraft, but then went Mark Andrews, AJ Brown, Saquon Barkley, Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette, and then Patty Mahomes. Do we say who went yeah. after your last pick? So after you took Diggs, Chubb, Allen, Debo, and CD or on gone as well for our listeners yeah. who are keeping score at home. That's what's happening. I'm here. sure there's people with a Excel spreadsheet, just typing these all in as we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I think you got some good players on the board here for this third round pick. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. We'll take a break here. I need the time because I'm doing terrible. So, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Welcome back, champs. We're here doing our half point PPR I guess it's half PPR, not half point PPR, because the first P in PPR is point, right? Yeah, you're being redundant. Mm, okay. Half PPR, and we are two rounds into this. Or you could say half PR. Or sorry, half, half point PR. Half point PR. <laughs> I hate that. Half <laughs> point poor Richards. Got it. So... So I'm drafting from the four spot. Matt's going from the nine spot in 12 team league. I've got Cooper cup and Aaron Jones is my first two picks and I'll be on the clock. Matt has Najee Harris and Stefan Diggs uh, waiting down there at the nine spot. Matt, go ahead and hit on pause. Oh, so wow. St- they don't give you the full two minutes back when we were doing these That's- last year. Anytime you paused it, it would reset your clock, but you're still down to a minute. That is unfortunate. So <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at, I am looking at Justin Herbert since Allen Mahomes are gone, but still this is a little early for a quarterback in a one quarterback league. Uh, I've got Aaron Jones sitting there. I like that. I'm looking at Mike Evans with Chris Godwin possibly being out for a lot of the beginning part of the season, uh, potentially, and Tom Brady still being there. I like Mike Evans. I like Ooh, I like Keenan Allen. I like Antonio Gibson. I'm going to, and Kyle Pitts is still there too, Matt, but I think it's a little too early mm-hmm. for that. I'm going to go with tried and true, safe Keenan Allen. What do you think? I will never hate picking Keenan Allen. I think that's, that's a fine pick. So yeah. good, good. Good, good, good. Oh, crap, so then it's all the way to me. Why don't you yeah. recap for me? Yeah, I went Kyle Pitts, Mike Evans. Ezekiel Elliott, George Kittle, and now Matt is on for his third pick. He's got a running back and a wide receiver already. So what do you think? I am looking at a board that's looking like Antonio Gibson, Darren Waller at tight end, uh, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver, Cam Akers running back, uh, T. Higgins, David Montgomery, Justin Herbert still out there. I think I like these two first running backs that are – staring at me on the board and that's Antonio Gibson with Washington and Cam Akers with the Rams. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what to do here. I don't know if mm-hmm. I trust Cam Akers coming back healthy and getting a, a, a dominant workload. Antonio Gibson is on the dumpster fire of an organization, which is Washington. But I think That's I'm correct. Gonna, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to trust in Washington's need to feed him to be successful and just the fact that I like Antonio Gibson's talent more than I despise Washington's organization. So I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. Amanda's. Um, so what happened here? So when Gibson, James Connor, Akers, Herbert, Higgins, Montgomery, Deontay Johnson, it's back to you, Matt. I was almost thinking I'd steal your boy Justin Herbert there on the way back in the fourth if he didn't go, but he went on the turn. End of the mm-hmm. third, actually. Mm-hmm. So what are your and, options? Uh, top wide receiver on the board right now is Terry McLaurin, who I also love and love his talent, but I'm not going to go ahead and pick a Washington running back and then a Washington wide receiver. That's a, that's a recipe for losing your fantasy league. right? There. <laughs> that is accurate for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the board, Darren Waller, I've never been that hot on. And it's one of those players where I feel like if this year I finally jump on board with Darren Waller, it's going to be no go. I, I do the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. He had like two great years, and then I was like, you know what? There's something about this guy. And then he was injured the next few years when I took him in league. So that's how I feel about Darren Waller. Um, DK Metcalf, still on Seattle. New Drew Locke's throwing it to him, though. You want that? You want that in your life? Maybe as much Drew, Drew Locke as possible? Yeah. And I, I heard it was uh, Geno Smith was technically taking the most first-string reps right now because he has familiarity. So listen to this. Listen to what you're saying here, okay? It could be Geno. Fingers crossed. Like, yeah. But DK and his talent, I mean, in the fourth round, it could be worse. Let me take the floor here because I have to make my pick soon. I'm also looking at J.K. Dobbins and Josh Jacobs. J.K. Dobbins has some lingering injury issues. You always have the threat of uh, rushing quarterback touchdowns there. So I'm going to take Josh Jacobs because he's my my longtime favorite. There you go. So Matt takes Josh Jacobs and went D.J. Moore, Terry McLaurin, D.K. Metcalf, and J.K. Dobbins. And then it's to me, I was waiting, hoping, praying for Dobbins to fall one more spot, but he did not. So... Yeah, he has that, that lingering in injury issue, but I think he's going to be the man there. You, mm-hmm. you might forfeit a decent amount of rushing touchdowns to Lamar Jackson, but I think Dobbins has a talent in the, in the versatility to be used enough to be very fantasy relevant. So I've got Cooper Cup and Keenan Allen here, and I've also got Aaron Jones. So what am I thinking? I think there's a lot of good quarterbacks still there, so I'm going to not take one of them. Tight ends. I mean, after the people that have already been taking Kelsey Andrews, Pitts, and Kittle, eh, may, I don't know. Maybe TJ Hawkinson, it seems a little bit early. So I'm looking you at want that New York Jets of Brees Hall, don't you? You you have a soft spot for the Jets. I do. I do like Brees Hall, and I do think he's going to be really, really great. Um, but I am going to take a different guy that is a, also a running back, Matt. And his Ooh. name is Travis Etienne. Oh, chump pick. And I think he's going to. Why? Why do you not like him? He's on Jacksonville. Brees Hall's on the Jets. <laughs> so, I mean, where are we here? Oh, a slight upgrade. So, I, oh, wait, you know what? I wasn't really advocating for Brees Hall. I just thought you uh-huh. had a soft spot for him. Well, James Robinson in Jacksonville tore his Achilles, and I think that's going to be the end of that. So it's going to be the Travis Etienne show. He's going to prove what he what he can do, and I will take him. He's the only guy there in Jacksonville, in my eyes. So then it went Amari Cooper, Darren Waller, Jalen Waddle, Lamar Jackson, DeAndre Hopkins with his six-game suspension, and then Brees Hall, and that's back to me. So I've got my two running backs, my two wide receivers, and I'm looking here, and I'm seeing – a quarterback that is here that I am a big fan of in fantasy football, especially this year. I think is going to be, Ooh, there's two of them though, Matt. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Take Tannehill. Get him. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but I am, I'm going to take a quarterback here. I am going to take that. Am I, am I though? I'm okay. Now I'm back and forth between Michael Pittman and a quarterback because I do like me some Michael Pittman. But I'm contemplating Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow. 
They're both sitting there staring at me right into my soul. And I think I'm going to take the ups, the rushing upside of Kyler Murray right now. Kyler Murray, quarterback. And then Joe Burrow went right after that. Jerry Judy, Godwin, and then Michael Pittman did not fall to Matt. So Matt's up. What are you going to say, Matt? I don't recall besides I like Kyler Murray in the fifth there. Um, if you're going to take a quarterback, I think I'm going to, I'm going to try to hold off. I'm wide on wide receiver right now. I just got digs, but then again, uh, there's a number of teams with only one wide receiver, but looking at the board, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, Marquise Brown, Amon, Ross St. Brown, like none of these guys I'm super excited about. So I might, I might pass here. Top of the tight end board right now, though, is TJ Hawkinson. He's I think there. he's top of the overall board, actually. So um, I like him. He's gonna get a lot of targets. I don't I don't think they're gonna be struggling even as much as last year in Detroit. And Hawkinson's gonna be a main focus in that offense. Hawkinson. There it is. TJ Hawkinson. Then went Michael Thomas, Damian Harris, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. Allen Robinson, Marquise Brown, and then Miles Sanders back to Matt. So Matt's got his three running backs. He's got his wide receiver and his tight end. He's looking sharp. Can I just go ahead and take Elijah Mitchell here? What are your thoughts, Danny? Um, I really, really, really will struggle with taking any San Francisco running back because they just do the weirdest shit there. And I think I said this on the show last time. We were arguing about whether Trey Sermon or Raheem Mostert was going to be the guy last year, and then injuries caused a uh, hidden choice Elijah Mitchell to be the guy. I, I, and then you got Jeff Wilson, so I think, still there, right? And they just drafted a rookie. But it's Elijah yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, it's crowded, Danny. <laughs> we <laughs> <Yeah>. hit it. <laughs> um, I can go on and on. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I totally agree with all of that. I don't. I still don't love the quarterbacks on the board at the top. I mean, well, I like them, but I think they'll fall for me, so I'm not going to go there. Running backs, I'm not going to take that mess of Elijah Mitchell, and everybody under him just doesn't seem worth it. Still need a wide receiver. So looking at the top of the board is Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I think it's a muddy situation there. Amon Ross St. Brown, not going to take two Detroit players in a row. And then I'm That's looking at wise. Mike, <laughs> <That's> wise. <laughs> then I'm looking at Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. who just lit the world on fire at the beginning of the last year. Yeah. He just got paid for like three years. I think he's getting like 20 mil a year right now. So mm-hmm. they have some faith in him being a big part of the offense. Keaton Allen's one year older. So I'm going to take Mike Williams here. Do it. And Mike I think Williams. a great spot. So when's your thoughts on that? Oh my God. I'm fucking annoyed. So when Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Kenneth Walker, Elijah Mitchell, and then the guy I was going to take Traylon Burks, yeah, he's going to get some targets. One spot ahead of me. So I'm sitting here. Oh, I wanted Traylon Burks. But, man. Um, <laughs> I'm looking That's a at, risky pick, though. Still, I mean, it's good value there. But there's no guarantee he gets the majority of the targets in Tennessee. He's still a rookie. I think there there is a guarantee <laughs> that he will be a great wide receiver. Three. Robert Woods. More targets than Robert Woods, though? I think he gets more quality targets. I think that Robert Woods gets the in between the twenties and the catches. And I think Traylon Burts hits double digit touchdowns, baby. It's oh huge. My goodness. That's a bet right there. I I'll bet as much as I want Traylon Burks to hit double digit <laughs> TDs, I will bet that he does not. You have taken all of my time and now I'm sitting here on the <laughs> clock looking at the um I'm going to take, so we got A.J. Dillon, Kareem Hunt. Oh, Corderell Patterson's there. I think he may be there on the turn. I'm going to wait on that. So I'm looking at Garrett Wilson. and I'm going to take Drake London. That's what I'm going to do. He's a rookie. He's massive. He's going to be the guy in hot Atlanta. You sound like you are from London. You sound like you are from London. And then it went Cooks, Thielen, Schultz, St. Brown, Hurts, Garrett Wilson. Wait, who did I just say I wanted to take? Oh, Corderell. I just took London from Atlanta. I'm not going to, you cannot take two players from the Atlanta Falcons this year. It's just not in your best interest. So I will skip that. I think Matt, I'm going to kick tight end down the road, another round here. And I'm going to take a wide receiver named Devonte Smith. <laughs> what? What's wrong? What's no, wrong? That's a good pick. Okay. Oh, that's God. a great pick there in the draft. I think he has the potential um, to be a wide receiver one easily this year. Uh, if he has, if Jalen Hurts gets a little more stable in the passing game, and if 
uh, Philly just needs to focus in on him more. Yeah, he could be a wide receiver when he has a talent. So A.J. Dillon went after the Smith, and then Lockett, Goddard, and then Aaron Rodgers, and now it's to Matt, who's sitting there pretty versatile. He's got his tight end. He doesn't need that anymore. He's got a couple of wide receivers. Probably needs in, in a three-wide receiver league. He's probably aiming there, maybe quarterback time. What are you thinking? Maybe quarterback time, but I almost kind of think my quarterback will fall for me. The problem is that the 10 and 11 team do not have quarterbacks yet, and uh, we got a turn ahead of us, so maybe I do reach on a quarterback. Top one on the board is Dak. Don't know my feelings there right now. It's too early in the year, but right under him is Russell Wilson, who I think fell into a juicy situation in Denver, and a lot of people I think are undervaluing him. I mm-hmm. think he's going to really excel there. What are your thoughts, Danny? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Russell Wilson. I, I, I mean, especially in redraft leagues where you don't have to, he's like, what, 32? So, Dynasty, it makes it a little bit more hairy compared to the other guys. Yeah. But this but year, yeah, I mean, he's young enough to be super successful in Denver. We're Peyton Manning, won a Super Bowl like half dead almost. You so. Like, so, you like Russell Wilson more so than Matthew Stafford in redraft? 30 seconds. I know. I don't mean to put you on the spot to explain that. Dak and Matthew Stafford on the board right now. I, it's, I think I like Russell more. Get I'm it then. Get it, girl. Yeah. I'm not big on Dak, though. And he's top of the board. Oh, girl, get. So then you got oh, Darson, not uh, Darson, Darwin. You're really doing Austin a great job. Knox uh, went right <laughs> after me, which I like. I like him at uh, right after Goddard in the seventh round. How about that? Those Juju and then Mooney, then Hunt and then Prescott and Stafford. So you were the it was the right move to take one of these quarterbacks here because now it's back yeah. to you. Well, and I would have got Stafford if I waited. Wilson, Wilson. Oh, but it's back to me. Um, oh, I didn't yeah, mention I before because so. I was on the clock, but not a lot of the wide receivers left are exciting me. Um, Danny, you like Elijah Moore, don't you? I do. I really do. I mean, there's a lot of talk about Garrett Wilson, which they should be because Garrett Wilson's awesome, uh, or at least he was at Ohio State. But I'm a big fan. Elijah Moore was great. He was just playing with a rookie quarterback, and he's lightning fast, and he still did a great job. The thing about the Jets is it's like, is Zach Wilson going to take the next step? Is he going to be able to support Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis and I guess Man. a little bit of CJ Uzama? Yeah, I don't, I don't trust any of those guys in fantasy. So that yeah, I'm out for that reason. After that's Ayuk, who I don't trust knowing where the targets are going to go next year for him. Oh, Corderell's there with his duel. Yeah, uh, I was going to save that for last because I'm going to steal him from you. Hell yeah! But uh, also right after him is Hunter Renfro. That could be a target monster um, in fantasy. And Chris Olave, who is it? O- Olave? O- Olave, in yeah. New Orleans, um, who I'm excited for, but I'm I'm not going this early on or anything like that. Maybe a late round flyer for me, very late round. But I will take Cordell Patterson's dual eligibility. He's an old shit, but he's in Atlanta <laughs> where they like to use him. He's one of them old shits. <laughs> was he like 32? My God. I, don't, I don't know. But then you got, uh, he has got to be. Uh, you got Tony Pollard, Elijah Moore, Chris Olave, and then Brandon Ayuk. That makes, no, I've got four wide receivers. I got two running backs. I need to stop drafting wide receivers. I will tell you that. I understand that I need to stop. But, man, I won't stop because I'm going to take another guy here that I really, really like. And his name is Rashad Bateman. Bateman is going to take the place of Hollywood Browns. He got shipped off to Arizona. And I thought you loved Mark Andrews there. I do. Oh. I do. So I do. where are the touchdowns going to Rashad Bateman or Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews. But this is the eighth. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> then it went, it went Renfro, James Robinson with his torn Achilles, Gabriel Davis, Robert Woods, Chase Edmonds, and then Michael Carter back to me. And you got to remind me that I am done drafting wide receivers. I cannot do it anymore. I I'm going to ooh, I'm going to tell me what I'm thinking. You want me to tell you what I'm thinking? Wide receiver wise? No, it's running back. The oh, two guys that I'm back. between, and it's not who you think based off of these. Who do you think I'm between? Between two guys. That's what she said. I think it's going to be Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. That's one and of them. Can you get it? Like Singletary is the right answer. I'm going to go Singletary. It's James Cook I'm between. I don't think okay. I think Singletary is going to be one foot out the door. But this is redraft. And I think in that offense, 
Melvin Gordon is going to be able to just work, work. That's a Hamilton uh, reference here. And I'm going to take Melvin Gordon. Here. Work, work. Yep, that's good. Everyone go see Hamilton. It's great. Do you think he's going to throw away his shot? No, I love it. I If you can, for the rest of the show, make as many Hamilton puns as you can. Or not, they're not even puns. They're just references. I don't know. I think we're outgunned. We're outmanned. <laughs> How are you doing this so quickly? It's amazing. It's amazing. So okay. when well, Chase uh, Davis found a way to distract me to, uh, down to a minute and a half on my yeah. timer here. Devin Singletary went right before me here um, after Danny took Melvin Gordon. I, I mean, I'm pretty good on running backs. Uh, Quirrell Patterson was technically dual eligibility, dual eligibility, so I'm still looking at wide receivers. Jameson Williams, Kadarius Toney, Christian Watson, Michael Gallup, Kenny Galladay, Christian Kirk were in the ninth. So things like Gallup and Galladay don't seem like huge reaches to me what do you think danny yeah they don't um and all but like it just depends on your philosophy do you want to take one of those guys who you know what you're getting if they can come back to what they're going to give you especially someone like galladay who was a rock star in detroit or do you go with someone like christian watson uh an unknown a rookie sky Moore, jameson williams who may miss the beginning of the season with his injury like it depends on what you're looking for on your team yeah, I'm a I'm a huge Galladay talent fan, but still not sure of his situation. Obviously, yeah. um, on the running back side, we got Rashad Penny. I'm out. I'm just always out on Rashad Penny. Isaiah Spiller, don't know enough about him yet. James Cook, Danny alluded to him. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, ten seconds. Um, I'm losing. Too much time, so I'm gonna go with Galladay, who I said I like earlier. Um, and as my wide receiver three four, I'm okay with just betting on talent there. Oh, yeah, James Cook So when Galladay to Matt and then Gasicki, Fryermuth, goddamn, all the time. Whatever. Hunter Henry, Penny, Tony, and Cook. Penny, Tony, it went Henry, Penny, Tony, and Cook. Those three first names in a row. Anyway, uh, now it's back to Matt. Who the needs slate, I think I nothing. am I don't need anything. Yeah. And that's why I'm I might get kind of weird on this pick. Don't you dare take a kicker right now. No, not okay. that weird. Okay. Jeez, Danny. <laughs> I don't know. You've been drinking. Weird could be Rob Gronkowski at tight end. Oh, that would Albert be o. wild. It would be back <laughs> with uh Russell Wilson. What about would, Albert Osted with Russell Wilson? That's that's way better than uh, Gronk, who may not even play anymore. <laughs> he's still he's still ranked up there in sleeper. Is he and really? I, I think I think that's he'll wild. Play. That's wild. But, uh, either way, I'm gonna go wild with a uh, second quarterback already. And since I already have Russell Wilson in the seventh, I'm taking Deshaun Watson in the tenth. Deshaun and, Watson in the tenth is value. It is value if he plays and new news comes out on that dude every day and who knows what's right, wrong and what's suspended in playing. So I'm not betting on him as my first quarterback, but here that adds some value for me. So I'm sitting here with plenty of wide receivers that I, I, I should be done there. I've got my quarterback and Kyler Murray. I got Aaron Jones, Travis Etienne and Melvin Gordon, who I'm happy with. I need to pad this with one more running back or a tight end. I don't have a tight end yet, but, I got my eye on somebody that I think I can wait on. So running backs, I'm looking at Stevenson, Rashad White, Madison, Damian Pierce, the new guy. I think I'm going to go with Ramondre Stevenson here. He's the highest running back rated left, and he'll get some usage there in New England um, next to Damian Harrison. When Derek Carr, Cousins, Albert Equabenam, there he goes. Justin Fields, Gallup, Gronk went. You were right. Gronk was not going to make it back to you, man. You were right. But I'm going to reach. I know this is going to be a reach. I'm well aware this is going to be a little bit of a reach. But, Matt, I'm going to take a tight end here. You can go ahead and make your guess as to who it is uh, out of those guys who is left. Cole Kmet, Noah Fant, Irv Smith, Tyler Higby, David Njoku. It's one of those five. It's one of those five. My guess. 
<laughs> I, it's I, tough. I'd say Higby probably. It's going to be Mr. Herb Motherfucking Smith. Oh, okay, okay. Remember how high we were on him? They got injured in like uh preseason and he was out. I'm taking him. He's gonna bounce right back, baby. Then it went Christian Watson, Cole Komet, Tyler Boyd, George Pickens. And Matt, Matt's on the clock with five picks left. He needs a, a kicker and a defense. And I know that Matt and I both agree when you're needing to take kickers and defenses to get a little a little weird with it. But I think you're pretty evenly spread on here. Maybe you need some wide receiver. In Jacksonville, Rush, Russell Gage in Tampa Bay. I don't think you're allowed to take a Jacksonville Jaguar after you yelled at me for taking it the end. I don't think that's allowed. Uh, you know, Sky Moore is kind of interesting in KC as much as I don't want that to be a thing. Hell yeah, that's the guy I would take there. Yeah, that's a, it's a bit of a flyer at this point, and I'm all about flyers this late. Yeah, 11th round flyers? Get it, girl. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Gone, girl, get. Looking at the running backs, I just don't know enough depth right now. There's a ton of guys that have played, but, I mean, Daryl Henderson, Chris Carson, Mostert, Marlon Mack, like, Naheem Hines, J.D. McKissick. None of these guys I want. Like I, it's all no yucky. Upside. And it's I don't yucky. know enough about any rookies. Like I don't know enough, anything about Rashad White and Damian Pierce at this point. What do you Damian think? Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce plays for Houston. That's it. I mean, he could have a chance to be the guy. Rashad White's following uh, Leonard Fournette, which he's on a three-year deal. But So they're going to utilize Leonard Fournette. Obviously, Tampa Bay is better. But Damian Pierce, I think, has to be utilized. So... It would be Pierce if it's between those two guys for it's me. Interesting. You know what? Based on your recommendation, I will take him in the twelfth if he comes around to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Sky Moore here just because I mentioned. Yeah. This, I, I like the, I like the upside. I think that's a great pick, Sky Moore, and then Kirk Dotson, Tua, Lazard. I almost said Lizard, Lazard, Rashad White, and then Russell Gage. And look who's sitting there for you, Matt. That's still Damian Pierce, and you know what? I, I like just the chance of a lot of usage and. Still don't think Houston's going to be very good this year, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe he finds the end zone enough. Maybe he falls in there. So here we go. I'm let's look over here. We got, there's nothing there for running backs for me. I mean, Raheem Mostert is still there, but Miami is such a, take him now. Right? I don't know. No, I do not. No, the answer is no. I will not be taking him out of principle. But I waited so long to take Irv Smith that I'm a little bit nervous to go into the season with just one of my only tight end being Irv Smith. <laughs> Irv Smith. So Irv motherfucking Smith. I'm, I would love to take Irv motherfucking Smith. So I'm looking at Robert Tunyon. Those, <laughs> those vacated targets there. I'm looking at a Tyler Higby. I, I think Higby here 100%. Like, I'm with what's I, on the board. David and Joku just signed a huge deal in Cleveland. Huge deal. So I'm I'm thinking more David and Joku. And Logan Thomas is still there. Weren't you the big Logan Thomas fan? What happened there? <laughs> I actually got a Washington player, man. Yeah. I, I've done my duty. So Hayden Hurst. So let's talk this out in the 40 seconds that I have. Hayden Hurst is now on the Bengals. Um, without Uzama, is that something with Joe Burrow there? Maybe should I take a flyer yeah. on that? Um, I don't hate it. I don't. I don't really. I'm not really vibing with Higby, so I'm gonna go with uh, David and Joku. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I really man. teased like I was gonna do Hurst, <laughs> Hurst, and I did not. Then it went Beckham, Jacoby Myers. Beckham doesn't even have a team yet, so I don't know what Team Three is doing. Tim Patrick, uh, Moore was that Rondale Moore, I guess, from Arizona Landry Chark, and then it's back to me. And I've got three picks left, I'm full everywhere else. So that means with three picks left, I got to take a kicker and a defense. I'm going to do them one round early because that's my my jam. Uh, Matt and I've talked about that. So it is looking like the defense is for a sleeper it's just they're all in a row right and i really don't know uh which defenses really are great honestly right now i know for a fact that oh evan mcpherson goes right before justin tucker in this the cincinnati kicker who's the hero in those playoffs not buying it i'm taking fucking justin tucker Mm. (laughs) 
And when Higby, Daryl Henderson, uh, was it Daryl Henderson? No, it's not Daryl Henderson. Is it Daryl Henderson? Yeah, Daryl Henderson from the Rams. There's another Henderson, isn't there? No, I don't know. Chris Carson, Chuba Hubbard, now it's Matt. Oh, Chuba Bubba. Um, yeah, I mean, I usually take a kicker or defense here. Um, man, I have not done my research on like the kickers I like, just schedule, dome, turf, uh, outdoor, blah, 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 like all the different factors. I don't know who my value is. McPherson's definitely tempting. Uh, defensive wise, I could still get Washington Commanders who are top of the board, then Tennessee Titans. Um, I How's don't that possible? That on sleeper how, right now. How can that even you know be what? real? Last year's sleepers defense rankings were really shitty um, until like a month before draft season. So I think they're just outdated right now. I'm looking it up said, right now for you, that- Matt. It goes Chargers, Packers, Rams, Bills, Commanders on uh, yeah. Fantasy Pros. So it's Chargers and Packers and Rams. Uh, all I'm saying is that I'm I'm going either kicker or I'm just going with one of my later flyers here. Uh, let the kickers go. Young Ho Koo is still out there. He'll be there after the turn. I'll take defense last. Uh, Mostert's still there. Uh, wide receivers that I'm interested in. Hardman Parker, but uh. I mean, I only have one tight end, that's Hawkinson, and I'm looking way down here on the board, and I just want to talk about him. Has anybody considered Austin Hooper in Tennessee this year? He is not ranked high, and I think he's in a great situation. He's in I'm a good situation. While my clock is winding down, but Danny, you talk. I'm just not I'm not a fan of Hooper this year. A new situation. I know there's vacated targets with AJ Brown, but and he's gonna get some some work there, but I I'm not seeing that the fantasy value. Absolutely. Maybe, Mabes, Mabes. But I figured out the uh, defense thing on sleeper. It's in reverse alphabetical order. Matt, look at. Go ahead and look at the defenses. It's in exactly. <laughs> I, I think they did that last year too. Yeah. So yeah. I remember the Commanders being uh, at the top and <laughs> Titans being pretty high. So that makes total sense. Hmm. Yeah. So we cracked the code. Is the are the kickers in the same boat? <laughs> they're all right I, do so. I don't think so i think those are real well it is back to me and my boy young ho koo is still there young way koo and i don't think i have to even discuss this tyler bass is after him who will probably do better because he's on a really good team and a lot of yeah. other reasons but I cannot disrespect Young Way Koo here, and he is going to be my kicker. Tyler Bass, it snows in Buffalo. It doesn't snow in a dome. That's a fact. Did you know that? I will take, uh, then a bunch of kickers went after after Matt. To me, I will take the number one defense on the board, which is the Chargers, because I got No, that. the number one defense was Washington. <laughs> it was Washington, that's right. And uh, but it even seems like sleeper knows of those nonsense because then it went more kickers than Seahawks, Commanders, and Eagles. So it's up to me, my last pick. So I want to take a flyer. Uh, who 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 sounds neat right now out of all these guys? Uh, there's Curtis Samuel down there. He could be something, right, Matt? Well, Sammy Kurtz. There's Corey Davis. He could be something, right, man? I generally like I mean, my flyer to be a, a wide Corey receiver. Corey Davis could easily be fantasy relevant this year. I mean, that's yeah. not a bad last round flyer at all. Ugh, you convinced me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Corey Davis if I can find that that son of a bitch. There he is. He was fantasy relevant like half of last season, right? Until injuries or this or that took him out of it. Mm-hmm. 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 So much more defenses than now you who needs a defense. Well, I would probably just boot or punt, I guess, is the right jargon to use my defense. But seeing as we want to make this complete for the listeners, I will take a defense now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go Buffalo Bills because I, I want to root for the Bills defense. Get it. So Buffalo Bills, Jaguars, Buccaneers, and then them Titans. So... We did it. Let's go over oh, our team. The Titans made it. Yeah. Because they were so high up on Sleeper's list. So, what are your emotions on your team right now, Matt? Right away. Uh, fucking rocked it. Yeah. You did, you, actually, you did that. I, I do not hate any of my picks now. I mean, after round 10, round 10 is when I took Deshaun Watson as my backup QB. 
after that, I went like Sky Morris, Damian Pierce. That's when I'm getting my my flyer picks there. So I'm happy with everything, how this turned out. Yeah, I'm happy with mine too. I got a lot of wide receivers there, but I got Kyler Murray there. Tight ends, I'm really rolling the dice there with David and Joku and Herb Smith. Oof, goodness gracious, we'll see. And my running backs are a little bit thin. You know, now that I'm looking at this, I don't love it. That's what, <laughs> that's what I wanted to ask you. You said you loved it. I wanted to say, like, I'm not, I don't hate any of your running backs, but I'm not big on them yet. So convince me on Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones. I'm Travis thrilled. Etienne, Melvin Gordon and Ramonde Street Stevenson, whatever the hell his name is. Man, you are the core four running backs. So Aaron Jones in a redraft league. So Devonta Adams loses like 170 targets. And a lot of times that when there's vacated targets, they go to the running back, especially when there is a competent running back there. So I think Aaron Jones is going to get a lot more catches and Aaron Rodgers has trust issues. So he's going to go with the guy that he wants. They know this is going to be fine. I think there's going to be a lot. Of, there's going to be a lot of AJ Dillon too, but there's going to be a lot of Aaron Jones this year. He's 27. He's going to be fine. Etienne. I'm just not believing that James Robinson is going to make a full comeback without Achilles injury. And Etienne's going to really bust out here and really help Trevor Lawrence become absolutely mediocre. Just take that. It's just Jaguars like a five win season. Scott can't even defend himself right now. So we're going to keep doing that. Melvin Gordon is still doing really great. He's still really efficient and he gets the goal line touches right now. So in a redraft, sure. And Ramondre Stevenson, I am sure. I don't know. I don't know. I think the Patriots may take a step up with Mac Jones in the second year. And we'll just see what happens. But, I mean, it's a new England running back. And I mean, you know, you, you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it went fine. It went fine. Good. Not great. I suppose, but we're going to do I'm really happy that we're in mock draft season. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> this is these are the episodes we like doing, and I think they're the actual ones that have value <laughs> for our listeners. Yeah, and I mean, we'll do more mock drafts as we get in. I, I think when we get close to the season, what listeners like to hear, what I like to hear as a listener is mock drafts and rankings, and and really that's just because you hear the most chatter about all these players that you're going to be considering in your drafts. Um, hmm. Always keep you guys informed on news and everything else around the league. What else do you need, Danny? What else do you need? Dude, we went over more alcohol. We went over the NBA. We went over hockey. And then uh, did a mock draft. The MLB, too. I mean, yeah. we should consider this just an all-sports podcast. Well, well, we'll see. We've got dozens of fans all over the world, so we got to see what they want. But I think this was a comprehensive episode and a quality episode, and I'm proud of that. And I'm going to keep drinking because of that. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I think you should celebrate. It's the only safe thing to do. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, Matt, take us away. Remember, have fun with it.